Well, if you listen to the left or if you listen to media, we have camouflaged uh, secret soldiers out in cities like uh, Philadelphia, in Portland, Oregon. They're going to be going into Chicago, and they are, again, according to the press, just scooping people off the street without charge. Is that really what's going on? We have Ken Cuccinelli, our acting DHS secretary, uh, former attorney general of Virginia. He's going to tell us what's really going on and uh, and clear a few things up in the press. We have him beginning in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck program. Man, it is so unbelievably offensive to hear the things that I heard this morning on the news, and we'll talk to Ken about that. Uh, things are starting to slowly open back up, uh, and the smart business owners are asking themselves a couple of questions. Uh, one, what do I, what do I do? To be able to compete and survive what are the new leaves that i can turn over as i reopen give my business an edge that maybe i didn't have before because you can't make mistakes now the most common answers to that question is streamline your department so they communicate with each other i know from running the blaze uh it it was extraordinarily difficult when we couldn't get the digital data from what we were selling and what we were producing, what shows are working, what shows aren't working, where's our money, what's HR saying? We, we couldn't coordinate all of it because there hadn't been anything built for it yet. Now there is, uh, and it's for every business, and they will tailor it to your industry. It's NetSuite. NetSuite will give all of your uh, departments a way to communicate right to you, and you can look at everything on one screen from your either your office or your phone. It's NetSuite by Oracle, and over 20,000 companies trust NetSuite to go faster with confidence. NetSuite's also uh, surveyed hundreds of business leaders and assembled a playbook of top, top strategies that they're using as America reopens for business. Get your free guide, Seven Actions Businesses Need to Take Right Now, and schedule your free product tour at netsuite.com slash Beck. The Blaze uses this, and it has changed the way we do business. netsuite.com slash Beck netsuite.com slash back ken cuccinelli he is now serving as the senior official performing the duties of uh, deputy secretary for the department of homeland security uh he was the attorney general of virginia and now serves in the uh trump administration uh ken welcome to the program how are you sir i'm well glenn good to be with you Thank you for taking the time. I know you guys are uh, up against the wall and slammed, but uh, there's a couple of things that I that I really want to go over with you. The press is saying now that uh, the Department of Homeland Security is wearing they're wearing military uniforms. They're in unmarked cars and they are just scooping people up without charge in Portland, Oregon and other places. Can you respond to that? 
Sure, I can respond to each of them. I'm sure it will not surprise you to learn that all of them are false. Um, we have, <laughs> we have uh, yes, I know you're shocked. There are four federal agencies there protecting the federal property. Three of them are from the Department of Homeland Security. Um, the U.S. Marshals is the fourth. They guard the inside of the courthouse. Um, but a, a little-known agency called the Federal Protective Service um, protects thousands of federal properties across the country. They've been protecting the this courthouse at issue in Portland since it was built in 1997. So this is not a new mission. It's a 24-7, 365 mission. We have been there from the beginning uh, the, of this courthouse being built and the birth of the Department of Homeland Security. But on the July 4th weekend, we got intelligence that there was going to be heightened violence directed at these this federal facility as well as one nearby called the Edith Green Building. And um, so we advanced supportive officers from Customs Border Protection and ICE who were cross-designated. It's like deputizing them as Federal Protective Service officers, all of whom have the training for the jobs they're doing in Portland, by the way, another false narrative. Um, and the intelligence was correct. Uh, the There was a directed violence that was uh, higher than it had been before at these federal facilities, and our officers have bravely and resolutely done their duty and done their job to protect those facilities and people using them and each other, of course, uh, during that time. And uh, one other false narrative, Glenn, is this, you know, we've heard the mayor say, uh, well, they came here and, and started this violence. Well, the violence was going on for more than a month, every single day, more than five weeks, every single day in Portland before we ever expanded our presence there. So that's just ridiculous. With respect to the cars, we do use unmarked cars. I, I, I almost laughed when I heard Nancy Pelosi making this quote, accusation, so maybe she should check the San Francisco Police Department. You will find that every single law enforcement agency of any size in America uses unmarked vehicles because they're safer for the officers, they're more effective for the mission. And we are not grabbing people off the street. The only people that we detain are people who match descriptions of offenders or who are just caught in the act. Um, they're questioned. Um, if they are the offender, they're arrested. If they're not, they're released. And it's that simple and that straightforward. It's a standard arrest procedure used anywhere in America. And finally, the uniforms, um, the, the FPS officers wear blue. Um, the ICE officers wear sort of a, a, a khaki. Um, they're they're Agents are not so much on the street, um, but also the, the ones that you hear this military uniform thing are the Customs Border Protection BORTAC units, which is like our SWAT teams. And it's worth noting, most of the time, while they're trained for the job they're doing, most of their time is on the border. They, that's what their uniforms are. We don't, we don't just go buy new uniforms every week for these folks. So we came with what we had, and, um, uh, and they are marked they have, say, police on the front, police on the back, and on both shoulders, they're identified as Customs Border Protection officers and members of the Department of Homeland Security, and they have an individualized badge number uh, for each one of them, not their name, because of the doxing threat to our law enforcement exactly that has right. been happening by the right. dozens. Um, and that just doesn't threaten the officers. That's their families as well. 
Um, and, the, and the notion that, you know, when I hear criticism from people like the Speaker of the House, who doesn't criticize the violence, who doesn't criticize the terrorism, which is what the intentional targeting of law enforcement officers to hurt them and harm them and put them in fear, that's terrorism. Uh, I don't hear condemnation of that. I hear condemnation of us actually performing our mission. And, and I know, Glenn, I've read a lot of your stuff. So I'll hit you real quick with the constitutional elements. Article 1, Section 8, paragraphs <laughs> one, 1, 9, and 18 uh, are the constitutional foundation for the mission we have there. There are statutes conforming to those constitutional provisions, and it is those statutes, those laws, that we are enforcing. We are there constitutionally, we are there legally, we are performing properly, and we will continue to do that at the direction of this president until peace is restored or those facilities are protected. We're not doing local or state law enforcement. We don't have authority to do that. We're not a presuming to have that authority, and that is not the authority we're acting under. Uh, well, you came prepared. Uh, let me uh, let me play something I heard. <laughs> let me hear from uh, let me let me play something I heard this morning from NPR. Listen to this. So let me get this straight, Cheryl. We saw what happened in Portland, right? Like these federal agents on the ground, they would arrest people uh, without cause sometimes and put them in unmarked vehicles. I mean, is that what this is going to be? Even though the president says it's about helping local police forces, are, are we going to see a repeat of what we saw in Portland? Well, Attorney General William Barr How, says why no. Are they, stop. Why are they, why is the media uh, framing it this way if everything you said is true? Well, they, they have a goal and it isn't truth. Truth is their enemy. Um, and truth is our friend. Uh, the, the, the phrase in there that is, of course, the worst is without cause. Like we just randomly grab people off the street. That is absolutely not mm -hmm. what's going on. There was a viral video from last week uh, of CBP agents who uh, detained an individual uh, and did uh, move him into their vehicle, unmarked vehicle, and moved him away from the location. You could hear the sort of shouting and harassing going on. You can tell it's not a safe situation, which is why that individual was moved. What you don't see is the two-block foot chase before that detention that followed the agents approaching and identifying themselves to the individual without detaining him um, because he matched a description of someone who had assaulted a law two law enforcement officers an hour beforehand. You don't see any of that in the video. So you don't know that right. they're pursuing an individual suspected of, um, and with information, uh, suspected of assaulting law enforcement officers. That individual was detained. He was moved, the location was moved because of safety concerns for both the officers and the individual, uh, was questioned and was determined specifically not to be the assailant and was released all in under 10 minutes. So um, that's the way it's supposed to work. That's the way it's supposed to work. Do we want to actually get okay. the assailant? Of course. But we also want to clear innocent people. And that's exactly what happened there. And it was done properly. And it was done safely. 
Ken, I know you are on a very tight schedule, and so I'm, I'm, I have three really important questions I think that I need to ask you before you leave. So if we can keep them as short as can, uh, out of respect for sure. you, uh, if you can keep the answers as short as you can. Um, the Democratic mayors signed a uh, letter on Monday demanding that you refuse, that you remove all the federal agents from the cities. How do you respond to that? How are you going to respond to that? Well, it's ludicrous. As I said, Glenn, they've been there for decades. They've been there for years. All these mayors have walked in and out of federal buildings in their cities and walked right by these FPS agents every day who are keeping them safe. They're not going anywhere. um, And that's really the answer. Um, Last night, um, I connected the dots between Black Lives Matter, its ties to care, the Muslim Brotherhood. I showed the evidence of the more radical elements uh, from the Communist Party USA, the connections to BLM, and how they have planned an effort to dismantle capitalism, uh, democracy, our republic. Uh, there is considerable funding and coordination. I don't understand why arrests haven't been made on some of these things that are indeed uh insurrection it is an insurrection we are experiencing revolutionaries who want to overthrow the government it why isn't anything being done there so there are hundreds of investigations running across the country right now so um you haven't seen any results of most of those investigations to this point some some you have that we've you've seen arrests come along uh, like if you go back to the andrew jackson statue situation in washington you saw that investigation go quickly and uh finish with four arrests so there is uh there's hundreds of federal investigations running into these criminal rioters uh that's what they are they're terrorists they're rioters they're but are we looking at the are we looking at the bigger the, the actual groups that are planning these things? Uh, we are looking at anywhere there is uh, organization behind criminal activity. Now realize that a group that calls itself Black Lives Matter in Washington um, may not be connected to right. a group that calls itself Black Lives Matter in Minneapolis. So um, we're, we, we have to connect the dots evidentially, not just in terms mm-hmm. of them taking similar positions. They have to coordinate action to count as a group. So, But we are looking for that. We are analyzing that information and and um, there'll be more to come as time goes on as a result of the investigations there is a private intelligence firm called intelligence fusion on my show uh, tomorrow night they're actually english um, and they have done an investigation on uh, blm and blm inc and they have said that this is a massive threat to england uh, and they are uh, saying that they are they are a terrorist organization. Is there any thoughts on that? Well, certainly these folks, to your point, Glenn, they're they're radical Marxists. I mean, the original founders were interviewed and and said as much. And uh, so when right. you get people like Port- the Portland mayor out there who think they can cozy up to this mob, he hasn't read his history. He doesn't know Lenin. He doesn't know the French Revolution. He will be consumed by a mob like that. These are not liberals. These are these are violent right. Marxists. And uh, and we need to face right. that. And many Americans, I believe, who aren't engaged in all this do realize it. 
and we're protecting and defending their society, and we're going to continue to do that. We have a president who's been pretty insistent about that, and every place and every time we've done it, we've done it within our legal federal authorities and within the Constitution. We're going to continue to do that. Ken, I have one more question for you, and it's just about the consulate in uh, Houston, one of five Chinese consulates in America. This was shut down in 72 hours, which is really unprecedented. Uh, It's really kind of hacked China off. What can you tell us was going on there? Uh, Well, you've seen all, obviously, we've got the, the virus out of China and how they behave with that, but we finally have a president who recognizes that China is systematically attempting to steal us blind um, for the not just the benefit of their companies and their economy, but also for strategic military advantage. And um, consulates can be used to generate goodwill and relations between countries. They can also be used to uh, spy. And, uh, and that's the de- determination that was made with respect to the Houston consulate. You saw them burning documents and doing all those kinds of things well uh, probably no surprise and uh, we have uh, cracked down on their use of students connected to both their army and their intelligence network Uh, all all of that is continuing and we're going to continue to ratchet down on that um, day in day out year in year out to try to positively affect their society while limiting their ability to steal Ken, I appreciate your uh, candor. I appreciate the fact that you understand the Constitution and uh, and actually like it. I think you're one of the few uh, yes. <laughs> in, in America, or at least it feels that way. I'm I'm not a big fan of DHS, and and I certainly not of a national police force. And I know you are keeping no, and walking yeah, that line, so we don't go down that road. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. And anything we can do to help you, let us know. Hey, you're doing it, Glenn. I appreciate it and appreciate your affection for and promotion of the Constitution. Still the greatest foundation of government ever in the history of the world. So thanks very much for that. Sure is. Thank you. Ken Cuccinelli, uh, current uh, secretary or acting secretary of Homeland Security. We have a very important show for you. You don't want to miss a second of today's broadcast. Uh, First, let me tell you about our sponsor. This half hour is Shave Secret. Consider the following six words. I love it. Best shave ever. That's what uh, Raphael wrote wrote under his five-star review of Shave Secret. A simple review, but it speaks volumes because Shave Secret is the best shave ever. It's an essential oil that comes in a very small bottle. And once you get it, uh, you can throw out every other shaving product you own. A few drops, literally just a couple of drops in your wet palm. You massage it into your face and your beard, and that's it. Shave away. It eliminates all the shaving irritations you usually have to deal with, and it feels great on your skin. It smells amazing. It's going to replace all the ridiculous foams and shells in your bathroom. Uh, Shave Secret, great for traveling as well because it's so small. 100% natural, easy to use, and compact. 100% made in the USA. We're not going to have a problem, uh, you know, if uh, China stops trading with us because you'll always be able to get Shave Secret because it's made here and backed by a 100% money back guarantee. So don't miss out. Try it. Just try it today. Shave Secret available regionally at HEB, Wegmans, Walmart, and Amazon. Or you can go to shavesecret.com and use the promo code back and save. It's shavesecret.com. 10 seconds, station ID.
that was interesting. Uh, yeah, wasn't it? It's, it's uh, not. It's not what you're hearing uh, everywhere else. <laughs> no, no, no. It is not. Uh, <laughs> I, I also it's found crazy. it. I also found it pretty cool when the deputy secretary of home, home and acting secretary of the Homeland Security says, uh, "Glenn, I, I read a lot of your stuff." So I thought, "Wow, that was." <laughs> he knows my questions. That's yeah, kind of cool. It was. Yeah, he was uh, he was well prepared. Uh, he answered about four of my questions without even asking them. He he knew who he was talking to, which was definitely was nice and made for an easy, um, easy interview. And I trust him. I believe him on those things. Um, I will tell you, Pat, I don't know if you saw last night's TV show, but uh, you have to go back and and watch it. I'm, I'm going to go mm-hmm. over it in hour number two today. But everything that I said at Fox, I mean, there was one thing that I said that I, I know I heard or felt fall on your sword, say it every day. And that was that the destabilization of America was coming and it was going to come through communists, uh, Islamists, anarchists, socialists, all working together. To overthrow the Western way of life. Well, I can prove it now. And it's stunning. It is stunning. We go over that next hour. Stand by. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you about MyPillow. Just when you think Michael Lindell is done coming up with new and amazing products, he does it again. He comes up with uh, the most advanced sleep service ever created. MyPillow mattress topper. Just like the pillows, the mattress topper guarantees the most restful sleep, deep healing sleep. It's made of three layers that provide superior support, evenly distribute your weight, and the best part, it regulates the temperature throughout the night. Four corner straps hold your topper into place, and it's all covered with a durable, soft-as-silk fiber that zips right off. It's completely machine-washable and dryable. So if your bed is uncomfortable, take my advice. Before you buy a new mattress, just try the MyPillow mattress topper instead. It'll save you a ton of money, and there's a money-back guarantee. Right now, you can get 30% off the all-new MyPillow mattress topper plus two standard pillows. It's a great bundle at MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials. Use the promo code BECK to get this offer. Remember, 60-day money-back guarantee. MyPillow.com, promo code BECK. Don't forget to use promo code Glenn for $10 off your subscription. I mean, you get so much. It is so worth it. BlazeTV.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program from the Standing Rock Ranch. Hello, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I want to play that uh, that piece of audio from NPR again on federal uh, federal agents and Donald Trump. Listen to the way the NPR anchor throws this out to a uh, a guest and they state it as fact. Listen. So let me get this straight. Cheryl, we saw what happened in Portland, right? Like these federal agents on the ground, they would arrest people uh, without cause sometimes and put them in vehicles. 
I mean, is that what this is going to be? Even though the president says it's about helping local police forces. So, Pat, help me out on that one. This is what I'm hearing everywhere. Yeah, it's completely unchallenged. 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 Mm -hmm. And they are making it sound like this is, I mean, they've tried to get Donald Trump to be a dictator. And he won't do it. He won't use his federal authority to go in and just take over these situations. And yet they are making him out to being that guy. I mean, if he was a dictator, he sucks as a dictator. Yeah. Because the country is out of control. Yeah, and he's left it, uh, despite the fact that they've begged him to take total control of it. Really, they have. They've. Begged, why haven't you done more? Begged. Why haven't you done this? Why haven't you done that? He's left it up to the jurisdictions. He's left it up to the governors of the states. He's following the Constitution, for the most part, and they beg him not to. And and then it's it's still not right for them. It's still, no matter it's what he does, right. it's wrong. And, and they... And they have, they no longer are waiting for his action. They just mm-hmm. accuse him of whatever action they, they, they want him to take in, you know, in a negative way. They just accuse him of doing it, even if, even if he's not doing it. And then the Portland mayor yesterday goes through the crowd. Do we have the, uh, the video? Of this grows goes through to support the rioters of Black Lives Matter. Let's watch this. Do you have you don't have that? Okay, I just got it from mm. Bowie that you had it. Uh, oh, you do. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, we I just was hearing in my uh, my headphones from our producers. They have uh, gone a different direction. We have a guest that um, they have just moved uh, into this slot because I have to do something next hour. Uh, and this guy, I don't know much about him uh, other than he is the pastor of the St. James Lutheran Church. He was a Catholic monk. Um He's a Democrat, and he has started a website and a movement in his area. Uh, God says all lives matter. Uh, and you can find out the information on what they're doing at God says all lives matter dot com. And I was interested in him because he is calling black uh, black lives matter for what they are. Um, and he's a Democrat. Uh, and he's a Lutheran. I don't know how all of that fits together. Uh, Reverend uh, Mark Powell, welcome to the program. How are you? Well, well thank you, Glenn. Is it is it a thousand degrees in Texas today or what? Uh, yeah, it is about a thousand degrees. Um, well, uh, so I, 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 I watched your show last night. Brilliant. 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 Thank you. Um, you are one of the few uh, out there that are, and being a Lutheran, you know Dietrich Bonhoeffer, uh, yes. but you're one of the few that are, is kind of following in his footsteps, uh, calling out the church and calling out the Democrats for supporting right. something that is, in my opinion, and I'd love to hear yours, this is evil. What's going on with Black Lives Matter? Not the not the everyday protester that hasn't read about what's going on really in Black Lives Matter. But I mean Black Lives Matter Inc. 
It's evil. Oh, oh it is. And, uh, you know, I, as I always like to say, the, the communist Chinese have, have, I mean, this has been uh, the long game for them since Kissinger and Nixon opened it up in the 70s, and the Bushes and the Clintons and, um, and Obama and Biden were all part of it. Uh, because uh, really what's behind all of this is uh, the CCP. Uh, what, uh, what I've learned is the Black Lives Matter group is a, a Maoist organization. They, they study the Little Red Book by Mao. And uh, a lot of people don't realize that. Now, I think you talked about Father Ted Rothrock, the priest from St. Elizabeth's uh, a while back. And uh, I know yes. Father Ted. And I, I stood up with Father Ted uh, and, and protested against the Black Lives Matter people at his church on uh, the Sunday the 5th. Uh, because Good for you. What he, what he says is absolutely true. And, and yet, this is how insidious this is, because people that speak up against them, uh, are, uh, their knees are cut off. They're, they're shut up. This is, this is uh, truly how Mao uh, uh, did his thing. And, uh, and so we did, uh, we did form uh, uh, God Says All Lives Matter, because it's, it's not me saying it. I, I'm just the messenger, you know, don't shoot me. So, you know, if you've got a problem with All Lives Matter, take it up with God. God created all of us, <laughs> and none of us asked to be here. You know, we, we got here, and now we're just trying to make something good of what we, what we have. And, uh, but there are people uh, in Black Lives Matter, especially uh, Patrice Cullors and uh, Alicia Garza and and uh, Opal Tometi, uh, uh, who are uh, dedicated Marxists, they that's that's self proclaimed. I mean, my God, I know it's, it's you know yeah. how can people you know when the Bible says those who have ears listen. I always think of that, you know, because people have ears, but they're not hearing anything. They have eyes, yeah. but they don't see anything. They're like in in a trance, and they don't realize it's, the it's incredible. we are in. The danger we are in. Yeah. Uh, I, I, um, you're very well versed on this, and uh, and thank God for that. Um, what are the what are the rest of the, the Lutherans make of you? What is, I mean, uh, you're a Democrat. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, wait, a, I'm wait. a Christian Democrat. I'm a Christian Democrat. That's a difference. And we st- we founded the Christian Democratic Caucus. Uh, Christian Democratic uh, Caucus, uh, ChristianDemocrat.webs.com is the website. I ran for Congress here in Indiana uh, this past uh, 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 spring and uh, and received nearly ten thousand Democratic votes uh, here in so Indiana, running on the Christian running on the Christian dem- Democratic platform. So so we're taking you are, there, there, wait, 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 wait. How can how can you be? A Christian Democrat when they are they are saying if you believe in uh, life, if you believe in anything really uh, other than almost partial birth abortion, you're not welcome here. Uh, they, they, they have lost control or lost their minds in Washington. Absolutely, Glenn. Absolutely. And that's why the 
the people in Washington, and I think this all started with Bill Clinton in the 96 campaign when they let, uh, let $600,000 of CCP money into the DNC. Uh, and we've had 25 years of the CCP mm-hmm. manipulating the Democratic Party on all levels, and, and even here in Indiana, a conservative state. And, uh, and I faced uh, these Marxist Democrats when I ran for Congress. Uh, they're, they're, you know, in Bloomington, which is, you know, kind of their, their hotbed. And uh, uh, the, 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 the fact of the matter is uh, somebody has to get up in their face and say, this is what you guys believe. Let's have a debate. I don't mind debating anybody, anytime, anyplace, uh, because I think freedom and the Constitution and, uh, and the vision of where we want to move this country in the future is very important. And, uh, and what's, what's their vision of the future? Marxism, let, letting the CCP have uh, the United States as a province of China? That's, uh, that's not acceptable. And I think the vast majority of Americans believe that. Uh, so tell me about what you're doing with Jessica Whitaker. And she was, some, uh, she was a girl that was killed a couple of weeks ago uh, because she said all lives matter. Um, but it's my understanding, as we looked into this story, that there's it's a little fuzzy. I mean, it's it's not on the killing. They killed her. But uh, I think her group fired back or something. Can you tell me what that real story is and what you're doing? I, I can, I, because we had a press conference on Friday at the spot in which she was assassinated. And I use the term assassinated uh, specifically because assassination is a political murder. And uh, uh, she used the term all lives matter when uh, the group of black individuals said black lives matter and then pulled a gun and um, and and then uh, waited for uh, the group uh, in a cowardly fashion uh, on on the top of a bridge and uh, and shot at the group and it hit her in the head and uh, and, and, you know, killed her and assassinated her. She, she can no longer say all lives matter. She can't say anything. She can't say I love you to her three-year-old son anymore because she said all lives matter. And this is the horror of it, Glenn. This is the horror of it because it has a chilling effect upon the rest of society. That's why it's a political murder. Uh, and I, I was talking to the FBI yesterday because... This should be a hate crime. The FBI should invest, be investigating this. And, uh, you know, Indianapolis is a Democrat town. And, uh, and uh, Mr. Hogstep, the uh, mayor here, has allowed the uh, Antifa folks and uh, the BLM folks to ravage uh, the downtown area uh, one Saturday night. Millions of dollars of damage. And, uh, and you know what we have? We have uh, leaders in the church and in the a government that uh, I like to refer to them as turtles, because when when there's a, when there's a reaction to their stupidity, they just put their heads in the shell and nobody can uh-huh. contact them. And that and that's the real difficulty okay, so- is that nobody's accountable. Okay, so uh, we're talking to Reverend Mark Powell, uh, executive director of the Christian Democratic Caucus. You're a brave man. You're going out. I've only got about two minutes um, here. Um, you're going out Saturday at 4 o'clock uh, at uh, Military Park to meet uh, for a, a rally and, a, and some speakers uh, and a march. You just said that you're in a city where it's been ravaged. 
speak to the courage that is needed now from especially Christians to stand up for what is right. There's a lot of people that just don't want to get involved and they just they they want to be turtles. Oh, absolutely. And this really is a moment, a defining moment in the history of this country, I firmly believe. And uh, for, for those of us who love this country, my Paul is my adopted name. My father was born in Poland in 1928. He, he was 11 when the Nazis invaded. He survived that. He survived the Stalinist Marxists. When they took over, he su- survived the program in Kielce, Poland, his hometown. And he was part of the 75,000 that uh, uh, got thrown out by Stalin. And, and so he had a love for freedom. And this is what this moment is for the United States. If we don't wake up, if we don't show up, if we don't show up to Military Park at 4 o'clock on Saturday, you are a disgrace to your citizenship. You are a disgrace. You should be ashamed of yourself. You're letting these people take this country over. And that's just like saying uh, to the people of Germany in the 1930s, go and protest against Hitler or you're going to have a problem. Oh, no, you know, we don't, we, everything's fine. And Dave's going to put us all to work. You know, this is craziness. And this has to stop. Wow, am I glad they moved you uh, and uh, got you on this morning. Uh, Reverend Mark Powell. Uh, if people want to find out more information, I assume they can go to your website. Uh, God says all lives dot com. Uh, an easy one to remember. We'll be watching you, Reverend. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. God bless you, Glenn, and your family. I pray for you each day. And you're a Democrat. Wow. I don't. <laughs> it's great. It's great. That's the way. I mean, that's the way America used to be. It didn't matter what party we were in. We talked common sense. Uh, wow. Uh, check him out. God says all lives matter dot com. All right. Let me uh, uh, let me take a quick break here and tell you about our our sponsor this half hour waiting for it to loan, uh, load here it is lifelock uh it is uh it's bad enough uh, it's relief factor okay uh well it's easy for me to talk about uh relief factor is is what has helped me get up every morning uh helped me uh build this studio i mean pat doesn't believe nobody believes i i hung the i did i did the 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 cutting and the hanging of this wood myself and everybody's like no, no way you didn't yeah <laughs> i did i did nobody believes it but i no did way. uh yeah thank you pat uh but anyway um uh, I, I wouldn't have been able to do it without relief factor i, I could barely control my hands uh, without relief factor, and that's why I take it three times a day. I take it for morning, for uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, uh, and it has saved me. It really has changed my life. If you're in pain, get out of pain and get your life back. Just go to relieffactor.com. Try their three-week quick start trial at 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, We have an incredible hour for you uh, next hour. If um, 
If you remember uh, what I said on Fox News, that anarchists, communists, um, and uh, uh, radicals, socialists, and Islamists will all work together to destabilize Israel, Europe, and eventually the uh, United States of America. They're set on the destruction of Israel and the Western world. Um, all of those things now that we talked about are happening. And the things we told you about, for instance, the Gaza flotilla, I told you at the time that this was thwarted because the Israelis brought cameras with them to show exactly what happened on that Gaza flotilla. They knew it was a setup. Um, Wait until you see all of the details now. We all know that the Islamic terrorists believe that the great Satan is America and little Satan is Israel. And they have been trying to destroy Israel and America for a very long time. Well, now those very people are here in the United States. uh, And we've known this, but our government has refused to recognize it. Uh, I said 10 years ago that when the crap hits the fan, the Islamists, the radicals, the anarchists, and the communists would all work together to destabilize and destroy Israel, destabilize Europe, then come over here to destabilize and destroy not only America, but the Western way of life. Well, last night's TV show, which is a must-watch on Blaze TV, laid all of it out and showed you with now the proof that I wasn't crazy, that it is actually happening, and it's not a coincidence. It appears as though it was by invitation, and I'm going to go through some of that in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, let me tell you about Simply Safe. Big fan of feeling that my family and I are safe. I don't know about you, but there's something I don't know. I just I like it. I like it when I'm thinking that my family is uh is safe. And with Simply Safe, you'll have that feeling all the time. You'll get state of the art, round the clock monitoring with high tech cameras and sensors starting at fifteen dollars a month. That's fifty cents a day. No contract, no pushy sales guys, no hidden fees, no fine print. Where else are you going to get a deal like that? I'm not the only one that feels this way, that it's a no-brainer. U.S. Uh, News & World Report named uh, Simply Safe the best overall home security of 2020. So if you're looking for everything you need to protect your home with none of the hassles and drawbacks of traditional home security, look no further than Simply Safe. Check them out today. Start breathing easier right away. SimplySafeBeck.com. That's SimplySafeBeck.com. Go there now. You'll get a free HD security camera uh, that is practically invisible when you install it in your home. Uh, and you'll get that free when you order your system at SimplySafeBeck.com. America. I want to start this hour with a with a quote that came from the Muslim American Society's annual convention this year. 
Um, I want you to hear what one of the organizers said at the end of the uh, of their speech. Let's recognize that we are the community that staged a revolution across the world. If we could do that, mm. why can't we have that revolution in America? Why can't okay, we I want you to listen to that, what, what she actually said. And it's really important. We are the community that staged a revolution across the world. If we can do that, why can't we have a revolution in America? Again, that was said at the Muslim American Society's annual convention. And the context, very, very specific. Because they were discussing how to leverage the civil unrest in the wake of Black Lives Matter. So as Black Lives Matter kicks all of this up, they're discussing how can we get involved and leverage that. Because we're the ones that did it in the Middle East. Why can't we do it here? And the we... A we, a little more about the context there is important. The little revolution all over the world, Arab Spring, the revolution that would eventually spread to Europe. The we is only, you're only able to interpret it one way. The movement led by the Muslim Brotherhood, which, by the way, sponsored this convention in America. All right. So I told you in 2010 and 11 that communist radicals and anarchists and Islamists would work together, that their movement would cascade to Europe and eventually come to the United States. And their goal was to destroy and destabilize Europe, then to destabilize Europe. uh, I'm sorry, first to destroy and destabilize Israel, then destabilize Europe Come over here, destabilize us, and destroy America and the Western world. And I told you at the time that Tunisia was the Archduke Ferdinand moment. And it was going to start a snowball. um, And it was coordinated. Nobody believed it at the time. They all said, oh, that was a guy who was really frustrated, set himself on fire with a fruit cart. Yeah, it might be. That might be it. Just like George Floyd was killed. That wasn't a setup. That was bad policing that was used. And I said, this is the beginning of the coming insurrection. But the media said that I was insane, said that it was all pro-democracy, that this was all about freedom. It had nothing to do with freedom. It was all about the destruction of capitalism, the Western way of life, and the transformation of global society. Communists, Islamists, anarchists, and radicals. If I could go back to 2011, the only thing that I would change or add, it's not a change, just an addition, is I would call them the Red-Green Alliance, because that is what they're calling themselves today. The violent leftists of the 1960s, they did not go away. And we laid this out on every Fox show. They retreated underground. They were cleansed by the system. They went into academia. And now they've come back to lead the new young radicals. And they've added a new ally as of this year. Islamists. 
It's a nine-year-old prediction that I was ridiculed for that is now fulfilled. And I want to connect all of the dots for you. Because honestly, this is it. This is it, gang. This, all of the dots are there. Everything is there. All of the evidence. Why this is not moved against is beyond me. However... If you want to save the country, you need to do it one person at a time. And that might be the person in your life that is like, oh, no, I'm not for all of that stuff. But black lives matter. You cannot stand with this group. You cannot stand. And you'll understand why here in a second. Why were the former members of the terrorist group, the wonder, the weather underground, Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorn organizing a flotilla? To undermine Israel. Do you remember that? The flotilla. And and I became very popular in Israel when I exposed the flotilla. Because if you remember, it wasn't covered anywhere in the press. It was just the negative that the United that uh, that Israel had gone in and attacked these people, but I got the videotape from Israel of what actually happened on that flotilla. And they remember, if you remember and you watch that show, they were waiting for the Israelis to grapple down from the helicopter, remember? And they beat them with pipes. They did everything they could to to engage them into a nasty fight. But what Israel was smart enough to do was to tape it. So... Nobody would take that tape from Israel. They were all just saying that, oh, no, this is just a, this is just an innocent flotilla of just people who just wanted to be free. And look what the Israelis did. It was a setup. It was the first attempt of the communist left to make a George Floyd. Now, you'll understand all of this here in just a minute. But they were joined at the time by leftists like Noam Chomsky and Naomi Klein. And people couldn't figure out why would they be propping up the uh, terrorist in Gaza? How could the radical left relationship with Hamas possibly benefit the communists here in the United States? Well, you will see. At the time, it was just crazy crap that leftists do. You know, just leftists doing leftist things. But then the Arab Spring happened. Tunisia happened. And did Bill and Bernadine and Nome think their little flotilla might be the Archduke Ferdinand moment? I think yes. And it failed. But the plan was to provoke an Israeli response that would kick off massive unrest, just like Tunisia did seven months later. Now, we know now, because of our investigation into Ukraine... We now know what the U.S. State Department under the Obama administration was doing. The same year all of this went down, President Obama issued Presidential Study Directive number 11. I beg the President of the United States to declassify that and show America what our State Department was doing with Presidential Directive number 11. It remains classified, but we do know this. The directive ordered Obama's team to look at, quote, the political reform in the Middle and in Middle East and North Africa to see 
how they could how they could further the political reform. Okay, so we know now because of our investigation into Ukraine, because of the impeachment, that in the months leading up to this directive, Hillary Clinton's State Department was traveling all over the world promoting George Soros's civil society 2.0. We know that this sent off a flurry of State Department programs to actually go into countries and train activists to help them overthrow their nation. They were inside of Libya and Syria during the Arab Spring. We know that now. It's all documented. It's proven. So now we know that the Arab Spring was a top-down operation to ensure that those regimes would topple. And while this was happening, from on high, leftists like Noam Chomsky and Ayers and Dorn were doing the work in the backyard. They were the bottom up. The top down was coming from our State Department. And at the time... It seemed like it didn't make sense. People said, Barack Obama, they wouldn't get involved with the Muslim Brotherhood if they were a terrorist organization. Well, they're not a terrorist organization. They're mostly, mainly secular. They're not secular. Well, Obama doesn't hate Israel. Really? Then why is he siding with Hamas over Israel? And at the time, the right thing to do was just to assume that the Muslim Brotherhood was infiltrated by the Muslim Brotherhood offshoots like CARE. But I don't think it was an infiltration. I think it was an infiltration possibly under George W. Bush. But I think this became a full-fledged invitation the opening steps in a relationship. And we may not see totally eye to eye, but... What if the American left and the Islamists saw something more valuable in each other, a means to an end, because the American left wanted to destroy the Western way of life, and so did the, the, did the Muslim Brotherhood. Why not work together and, it, and form an alliance, which is now called the Red-Green Alliance? When I said this, uh, it was... Oh, my gosh, what a racist I was for saying this could never happen, could never happen. It's the red green alliance to fundamentally transform the United States and the Western world. And the plan, the first part was successful. The unrest cascaded. It swept into Europe. But the next part was really tricky. How could they get this movement to jump to the Atlantic, jump the Atlantic and go into mainstream USA. Well, remember that speech from the Muslim Brotherhood? They were frustrated too. How can we be the people that that staged revolutions in the Arab Spring and we can't stage it here? Why can't we have that revolution here? Well, this was said a few months after the event that they were all waiting for happened. It was the death of Michael Brown in Ferguson. That's when the revolution was about to jump the ocean. Let me, I'll come back to the formation of the Red-Green Alliance uh, later in the hour. But before we get to the Islamists, and I show you that jump, let me give you the communists, the radicals, the anarchists working together. 
They're representatives of some of the oldest communist red acti- uh, activists in the country. They are openly admitting their involvement in all of this now, and it's easy to document. The question is, will anyone in America pay attention? Because this is a coup, well-planned, well-financed, and BLM is in the driver's seat. More in 60 seconds. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, if I could save you a thousand bucks a month, uh, would you spend 10 minutes on the phone? American Financing, if you have a mortgage rate that is over 4%, you are paying way too much. The, the interest rate now is about three and a half. So if you could get a three and a half, if you have a four, four and a half, five percent interest rate, you are going to save so much money. If you've never thought about resetting your interest rate and you have, uh, you know, you got it five, six years ago. Oh, my gosh, are you going to save money? Hundreds, if not thousands of dollars every single month. You need some straight talking people, some people that work for you. And those are the people at AmericanFinancing.net. And they're ready to take your phone call right now. Um, they are open. They're operating and ready to spend 10 minutes. No pressure. You just tell them what you have. They'll tell you if they can help you within 10 minutes. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds. Station ID. All right, the communists, the Marxists, the radicals working together with the Islamists. Black Lives Matter, formed by Marxists, we know that. And it was formed after the acquittal of George Zimmerman in 2013. The Marxist mantle is something they fully admit to. There is, there's absolutely no questions asked. We actually do have an ideological frame, um, myself, and Alicia in particular are trained organizers. Um, we uh, are trained Marxists. Um. Okay, so they admit they're trained Marxists. They, they think that their handbook, they're very excited that people look at it as Chairman Mao's Little Red Book. Now, a few weeks ago, I exposed even more of the dirty laundry behind Black Lives Matter, more specifically where the money trail goes from the millions of dollars. Black Lives Matter now has in their coffer $1.6 billion. So how do they get that? Where is it coming from? Well, the donations we showed you that are pouring into BLM are not pouring into BLM. It goes to Act Blue. That's a liberal democratic uh, money pass through. Then it goes through another pass through called Thousand Currents. Thousand Currents is an offshoot of the Tides Foundation. Uh, they get their funding from Tides. Another liberal pass through. Now, I'd I'd love to show you the Tides Foundation staff that works at a Thousand Currents. But after we outed them on our Wednesday night program uh, two weeks ago. Thousand Currents deleted that page. 
Uh, there was one from the found uh, the uh, Tides Foundation that had all of their staff. We highlighted it, and they have wiped it clean of the site. You used to be able to go to Thousand Current site, read about the co-founders and their board members, but it's been deleted as well. And it was deleted because of Susan Rosenberg, which Snopes bent over backwards to say was a lie. But they could only say it was half a lie because, well, it depends on what your definition of a terrorist is. Well, I defined the ter- terrorist as the former radical left wing organization uh, that tried to blow up police stations federal buildings uh and robbed banks to fund that uh that's that's who susan rosenberg is and she was convicted on weapons and explosive charges now we also exposed the financial audits that showed how thousand currents is keeping vast amounts of money supposedly going to blm we don't know where it's going what left-wing cause or democrat is it going to Those now have also been scrubbed from the Internet, but you can see them on my Wednesday night broadcast. There is a clear communist red motivation behind Black Lives Matter. The founders admitted in their own words, but we've exposed the communist revolutionary behind the scenes, the backers that have been doing this since the 1960s. Because they are busy scrubbing away the evidence because they know we're on them and we may be the only group that is fully on all of this. Now we found more red connections. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you how they formed this after George Zimmerman and what they were hoping to do. And then I'm going to bring back the Islamists into it. Things that are all very well documented that nobody's talking about. And why is our government standing quiet with this brand new terrorist firm, BLM Inc.? More coming up. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. Norton. By the way, I have the uh, former uh, investigative journalist from the Wall Street Journal uh, on with us. She's going to verify all of this coming up in just a second. Uh, Norton. It appears that, uh, you know, some of the uh, world's most famous celebrities had their Twitter accounts hacked recently, and it couldn't have happened to a nicer group of people. But the fake tweet said the celebrities were donating to Bitcoin in local communities for causes like the COVID-19 release, and they're matching all of the funds, and you should make a donation. And then they hacked into the cryptocurrency places and gave it credibility. I mean, it was amazing what they did. You have to be vigilant and informed, and you still can't do it all to protect yourself. That's why you have Norton. With Norton 360, real-time protection against existing and emerging threats. Personal uh, information is not at risk when it comes to device security, VPN. I mean, it's got everything. Now, nobody can stop all cybercrime, but Norton 360 is the ally. Go to Norton.com slash Beck. Norton.com slash Beck. Do it now. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9 Eastern, or anywhere you get your podcasts.
from the Standing Rock Ranch. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, I I want to I want to continue the conversation of Islamists, communists, radicals, uh, and anarchists working to overthrow Israel, the Western way of life, and America. It's a prediction that I made. It wasn't a prediction. It was a statement of fact that they would all work together in the end to destroy us. <clears throat> we now <clears throat> have documents that prove that this is happening right now. And I want to continue a little bit on the the communists that are involved, because it's much more than the Weather Underground or now the May 19th communist group uh, that was uh, uh, that now has Susan Rosenberg who was part of that May 19th lesbian terrorist group. Bizarre. Um, she is now um, one of the co-founders and on the board of um, Black Lives Matter. Okay. This is such a nasty tale going on from here. But uh, hear me out and listen uh, carefully. I mentioned earlier that BLM was formed after the acquittal of George Zimmerman in 2013, but they really came to prominence a year later during the Michael Brown riots in Ferguson. There, there was one group in particular working in parallel that stood out, and it got so bad that many people began to say that outside agitators were coming to turn the protest into riots. Do you remember that? Do you remember in Ferguson? There are outside players. Well, nobody followed that up. Well, we have some photos. Are we going to show the photos or we'll have to show them on, on, on TV? You can watch this on demand uh, from last night's TV show. But signs began popping up all over the country. And at the bottom of the sign was the website that said revcom.us. Revcom and the foot soldiers wore shirts. Revolution, nothing less. Revcom US, one of which was observed on the riot front lines, allegedly pushing protesters to start rioting. Well, we've identified that protester, and he's identified as Gregory Joey Johnson. Does that name ring a bell at all? He's responsible for the 1989 Supreme Court case that made burning the American flag legal. And he is part, uh, he is a member of the Revolutionary Communist Party USA. Revcom.us. Um, they were founded in 1975 by a man named uh, Bob Avakian. Bob Avakian uh, founded Revcom after SDS, Students for a Democratic Society, fell apart in the 60s. So he wanted to set up a revolutionary communist group similar to the Weather Underground. And their list of terrorist activity spans decades. It is too long to list, but it includes plots on U.S. military personnel, terror training camps that were run out of Colorado. Um, the guys are are revolutionaries and they're very dangerous if you wondered where the old sds and whether underground radicals went that weren't in prison with revcom and now they were seen marching side by side along with blm in ferguson 
So there was an article in 2014 that asked the question, what the heck is the Revolutionary Communist Party doing in Ferguson? They were specifically spotted and called out at the 2016 riots also in Cleveland. And the Black Lives Matter demonstrations in Milwaukee. And they were there to, quote, support a revolution. They've also been spotted recently at our southern border, inciting riots and chaos and pledging their support for the 1960s era communist Bob Avakian. Now, just as you might expect, there were on the front lines in Minneapolis. They were leading the charge. Have you heard anybody talk about Revcom? We have a document, Revcom's official call to action right after the death of George Floyd. Be part of the movement for an actual revolution. Are the dots starting to come together? How about the video that Project Veritas uh, came out with? We showed you a few weeks ago that exposed the funding of a group that coordinates it with Antifa. The group is called Refuse Fascism. Here's the Project Veritas video. Listen. We did apply for a grant from Soros at one point a long time ago. We actually we applied from a, a grant from Soros. We got a grant from Soros. There's going to be a need for thousands of people and then millions to come to the streets. This is before George Floyd. We're trying to meet with Tom Steyer. We've been talking to his assistant, meeting with Tom Steyer's main advisor on impeachment. On impeachment. He has political ambitions, and he may actually not want to be directly connected. Okay. These were the national organizers with Refuse Fascism, saying right out in the open, they've got funding from George Soros, they have support from Tom Steyer. Everything they talked about in this video, the street movement spreading across the country in the wake of something that was coming, it's now happening. They were just waiting for that something to happen, and it happened with George Floyd. But guess who decided to start Refuse Fascism? Who's behind the organization that's bringing Soros and Steyer funding and support to uh, Antifa street thugs? They're not even trying to hide it anymore. They actually brag about it on their website. The Revolutionary Communist Party. So the violent radicals of the 60s are mobilizing. They're directing the radicals of today. They never went away. They sat back. They regrouped. They went into our educational system. And then they trained our children to turn on us. They just waited for the right marketing. Something everybody, including non-Marxists, would unite around. Something like Black Lives Matter. So the young Marxists that started BLM are now getting support from violent Marxists of the 60s, like Susan Rosenberg. They're getting more support from 60s era era radicals like Bob Avakian, the communists and the anarchists in Antifa, getting support from Avakian, refuse fascism from revolutionary communist otherwise known as revcom and they're getting funding and support from george soros and tom steyer wow what more do you need now it's become very very fashionable become also anti-semitic well that's because of the ties into care and we're going to go into that next hour 
Does that make sense to you, Pat? I mean, this is uh, everything. So grassroots, isn't it? It's just a grassroots movement. That's It just happened to spring up because of the injustice of George Floyd. That's pretty amazing video that shows that they were planning all this to bring millions of people into the street way before uh, the George Floyd tragedy happened. So they knew. Yeah, they, they knew. knew. They started with the they started with the flotilla. They wanted that one. Then they needed Zimmerman, and that didn't happen. Then they needed Ferguson, and that one didn't happen. And then they just waited. They kept preparing and preparing and preparing, knowing that their time would come when George Floyd happened. Did it not surprise everybody how fast this thing spread and how well organized mm-hmm. and how many of the people had signs that were printed? Of course, they were printed by Revcom.us. This, this, this has been waiting. We're being played. We're being mm-hmm. played. And even... Even the people they mention, you know, say their names and they, they, they're going to put the names of, of people who have been supposedly killed by police on the backs of their jerseys when the NBA starts up next week. I mean, all of these things, and they've conflated a whole bunch of different incidents uh, into one so that everything, I mean, you can't even separate what's going on because some of them have died uh, who were unarmed and killed by police. Others were armed and shot at police first. Others weren't even police like Trayvon Martin. That's That wasn't even, and they use him all the time. That wasn't even a police, police not only was it not a police mm-hmm. officer, it wasn't a white person. Uh, mm-hmm. and so they've got all that going for them so and now people how- don't pay attention and they don't know what's going on. They don't know what they stand you for. You see how it 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 was all part of the fundamental transformation. George Soros oh, yeah. is involved in all of this. Well, George Soros was the one who made the deal with Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. He was the guy who brokered that deal that made Barack Obama president. And it started with, I don't know, uh, there's a certain antipathy that white people have. Uh, and, uh, and uh, you know, they're clinging to their God and their guns. All of it started with Barack Obama and George Soros. And they are collapsing our country. They are collapsing the economy. They're collapsing, quite honestly, I think our families with what's happening with education right now, they are, they, they, they are very well planned. And I'm telling you, the last chip to fall is always the Soros chip. And that is the collapse of the U.S. dollar. That is what George Soros, that's how he makes his money. He's already done it to three countries. He's doing it to this one right now. And it's I I don't know why our our Justice Department is not all over this. I mean, when you see, I mean, I just showed you that that CARE or MAS was having at their uh, at their very convention this year a call to get involved with Black Lives Matter and to make that their cause. Um, they've already been out in the in the streets. We have video of them coordinated the uh, BLM and care. They had a protest in Florida. There was another one uh, in New York City. Uh, they were calling to globalize the infatata and then follow, you know, Black Lives Matter. I mean, it's 
amazing to me. Could, do we happen to have that uh, that one in New York City? Do we have the audio where they are chanting Black Lives Matter? Can you play that here real quick? Resistance is justified. From New York to Palestine. Wait, what? Yeah. From Gaza to Minnesota, globalize the infatata. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. It's amazing how many. Tell me how many groups have been conflated here. You've got you've got that movement. Oh yeah, Black Lives Matter and Palestinians. You've got the Black Lives Matter and the LGBTQIA2 plus movement. That is super integrated into it. What do you, what, what do they all have in common? The destruction of the West, the destruction mm-hmm. of the family of the West of Israel and the United States. After the a month after the riots began in Ferguson. Uh, there was an investigative journalist with the Center for Security Policy that went to a meeting in San Diego, and it was a conference called U.S. Campaign to End the Israeli Occupation. And it was organized by the International Solidarity Movement, ISM. They were the ones behind the Gaza flotilla. The FBI has been looking at them for a long time. Several of their members have been caught with terrorists, etc., etc., etc. But the key speakers there were um, um, Marjorie Cohn, Now, she's with the National Lawyers Guild and the International Association of Democratic Lawyers. These guys, and this is not me saying this, this is Congress saying, quote, the National Lawyers Guild is the foremost legal bulwark of the Communist Party, its front organizations and controlled unions, end quote. So the Communist Party was at this anti-Israel conference trying to speak to people on how activists, anti-Israel activists, can co-opt other movements. And one of them was Gabriel Shavoni, who back in 2011 was part of the, the Gaza flotilla. And when the, when the caravans were headed towards our border, he's the guy who, if I may quote him, utilizing the people from both BDS and immigration groups would be coordinating riots that occur every Friday in the villages of the West Bank in the Holy Land to happen at the same time with similar ones at the U.S.-Mexican border to point out the need for BDS. It's all here. It's all documented. And the one person that makes Linda Sarsour wet her pants every time she sees her is a former journalist from uh, the Wall Street Journal. She is she is a Muslim herself trying to save Muslims from this nightmare of Islamicism. And she is going to be joining us in about 10 minutes. Don't miss a second of it. All right. First, uh, let me just take a quick break. Tell you about LifeLock. Bad enough cyber criminals are out there at all scamming people out of their hard earned money. But it's not going to just stop. You have to actually take real steps to protect yourself, especially with coronavirus, man. It has just gotten it's horrible. These guys are creating fake banking websites to take advantage of the economic stimulus. Um, They just don't have a conscience, these people. But anyway, LifeLock is there and they understand how cybercrime and identity theft affects everybody's life. When you have LifeLock, you have a system designed to protect your identity And that's from a wide range of identity threats. Nobody can eliminate all of the threats from uh, identity theft. 
uh, or major or, or monitor all major transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock is there and they see the threats that you might miss on your own. So join now and save up to 25% off the first year by using promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Black Lives Matter uh, and all of these organizations that have come together. Do your own homework. Don't take my word for it. Watch the show from last night. You are dealing with people who, in the end, will kill you if you disagree. There's no doubt in my mind. Go check their own websites and see the links to Revolutionary Communists USA. Uh, See the links to some of the worst of the worst. You must spread this message. You have to know it yourself. Glenn Beck program. Those with eyes will not see. Those with ears will not hear. But you will. Uh, You are here. You have been here for a long time. And watching this program, listening to this program, and doing your own research to figure out what's going on in your country. Uh, last night's television show, and uh, now available on demand at blazetv.com, was the culmination of about 11 years of work. Uh, it was something that I said in uh, 2010, I think, where I, I talked about how the communists, the radicals, the revolutionaries, uh, and the, the Islamists would all come together and work together. To destabilize Europe, Israel, and the United States of America. And they would work together here in America to destroy the Western way of life. Well, it is all now documented. We can show you how it all has happened. And we did last night, and I did again last hour. Well, we have somebody who is uh, much smarter than than I am and somebody who really, truly has followed this and made this almost their mission in life to follow these things. Her name is Azra Nomani. She is a former Wall Street Journal reporter and the co-founder of the Muslim Reform Movement. She knows about these people and knows what's happening in Washington. Uh, She's the only one that makes Linda Sarsour uh, lose her breath when she sees Azra. She she is coming up next. We're going to talk to her about what we found and what's going on in America to destroy us in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, look, uh, if you want to buy or sell a home right now... uh, (laughs) Right now is the day where you're like, okay, I got to sell my house. How am I going to sell my house? I need to get out of it quickly. Good. Get the best real estate agent you can find. Don't get somebody who's just like going to sell it, you know, and and ax the price. Get somebody who really knows what they're doing, who has a, a large list of people that are coming into their website looking at the houses. You got to get the ones who are the most effective in your area because they have developed uh, uh, websites and other things that 
many times your house will sell online. It's uh, realestateagentsitrust.com is the group that I formed uh, just a few years ago, about five years ago, to help people like you and me, quite frankly, find the best real estate agent in your area. Um, they do have a lot in common, and these guys do not work for me. They don't work for real estate agents. Um, we just go out and we find the best agents, and as a free service to you, when you reach out to realestateagentsitrust.com, we'll put you in touch with the people we think are the best in your area. You do your own you know, interview and do your own homework, uh, but you should interview real estate agents. How many of us do that? How many of us know what we're even looking for? I want to sell my house or buy another one. Realestateagentsitrust.com because the real estate agent really matters. Get the right one now. Just email us realestateagentsitrust.com. Former Wall Street Journal reporter, co-founder of the Muslim Reform Movement, Azra Nomani, um, or Nomani. Welcome to the program, Azra. Hey, hey, thanks so much, Glenn, and thank you for to all your listeners. So you're so, spot on. Azra, you are spot go on. Go ahead. And um, no, I just want to say that you know you've gotten a lot of grief, a lot of grief over the you know many years of your own investigative work, and I'm on the show because I know how hard it is. I know how hard it is to be in the crosshairs of this um, intersection of of the Islamists and the radical leftists. Um, I'm I'm a liberal. I'm a Democrat, um, you know, and, and I'm, I'm feminist. I'm everything that, you know, people might caricature, but um, nowadays, but, you know, I'm one of the, and I'm a Muslim, like, as you said, and, and I, I believe that we have to stand up within our own communities to call out the extremists. And, and after years of my own investigation on Muslim extremists, um, you know, it's, it's galvanized to this moment that we have today protests in the streets of Portland and and I know it like you oh, you're breaking called it up many years ago. Oh oh sorry. Yeah. Um, you called did it you many, think, you called did, it many did, years ago. Did you think that I was crazy at the time or had you done enough homework at that time to see it too? Yeah, I I did not think that you were crazy. Like you know your your thing, Glenn, is that you're Glenn, right? So you're you're passionate <laughs> and <laughs> right. Yeah. I watched you, you <laughs> right. said I watched you. I watched you during your taping yesterday, and I and I and I and I can feel like I just was smiling because I can feel your heart in this. You know, I can feel how much you care, and it's out of love for this country. It's out of love for humanity, and 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 so you get you get very passionate, and people you know, misconstrue it as this um, yeah. and, and caricature it also. And I don't think that's fair. And I can see through it because I can see, I can see through the passion to the, the, the sincerity of what you're at. And that's why I'm on your program because yes, like we've been doing parallel investigations and we come to the same conclusion that we face a threat today and, and we've got to take it. So, seriously. It's it's and I'd like to measure before we get into some specifics, I'd like to measure yeah. um, your temperature on this. I, I think 
unless we wake up, we're in an end game scenario. They're so brazen about it now because they control so much money, so much media, the narrative, everything uh, that if we don't wake up soon, we're in an end game scenario. Yeah, I I agree with you that, you know, I know, I know my, oh, shoot, is it a bad connection right now? No, I just, no, 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 I moaned because I want you to disagree with me on an end game scenario. (laughs) I was hoping that. Oh, my God, I have a bad connection. You're like, yeah, bad connection because I want to have some positivity. Listen, here's the thing. This is where (laughs) I'm going to end. I'm going to disagree with you is I'm a mother and um, I have a child. He's 17 now and I cannot. Um, I cannot leave to him a world, you know, that that is is lost. And so we will win. We will win. And I'll tell you how. And and this is why your work is critical. And the work that I'm doing is so important. And the Muslim reformers are so important. So, you know, we have another virus out there in the world, this invisible virus, right, of coronavirus. And we're all waiting for the Mm -hmm. vaccine. So using using that same parallel, like this ideology of Islamism and what I talked about on the on your show yesterday, like we'll call it wokeism, right? This this whole radical mm-hmm. left um, ideology. So this marriage of Islamism with wokeism is a virus, too, of course. And we have to inoculate ourselves, and it's education that will do it. And and people have to. You have to, we all have to be educators to each other, like in our families, in our communities. How did I wake up? Can I tell you how I woke up to, to what the, um, the way that they're manifesting things today? Is um, mm-hmm. I, knew about the, I knew about the Islamist threat, and I knew that the, the, the far left um, was just going too far. I didn't know what it was. And then a month ago... My son goes to a STEM school in Virginia. It's called Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Technology. Well, all of a sudden, the white principal sent a letter to us, mostly Asian immigrants of color, telling us that we needed to check our privilege. So I was like, whoa, what? My dad, like, hardly survived the Bengal famine. We, I'm the first, I'm the daughter of uh, post-colonization from India, what are you talking about? And so this dad told me, Asra, you have to look up critical race theory. And, and I'm a fast student. And I then I saw this, this ideology of critical race theory and how it has hijacked the left and put out this white privilege, this idea that whites should be ashamed of themselves. And then me as an Asian and as a Muslim, they call me white adjacent because I'm, quote, successful in America, mm-hmm. right? So, so they mm-hmm. steal from me my identity. And so then I started looking it up. And then you know what I started doing? I simply added Muslim to it, all my searches. I, I looked at all, my, all the characters I've been investigating, Linda Sarsour, care all these people and and i had a book written six months ago and because of coronavirus it got shelved right but i'm glad glenn because now i understand and i'm doing a fast free write and i'm like really like doing my research for you we have but but that came that happened because i'm a mom in a school district that's getting hijacked right and by this by this intersection and we have uh, an Islamist on our school board. So so they marry, you know, they come mm-hmm. together. 
in all of these various ways. Well, um, and, 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 I, I, and that's I, what we need to do is wake up. You are you are one of the few that would actually look into that and see the meeting. I mean, everybody said, yeah. no, 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 they don't have anything in common. Yes, they see things as groups. Uh, they see you as enemy or villain. They see things as race. Um, and, you know, you, you have the you have the great uniting power of the hatred of Jews. Um, you've got Islamists who hate the Jews. You have the leftists who always Marxists always some reason or another hate the Jews. Um, and now BLM is starting to see Jews as part of the white race. And so, it, it, I mean, it's it's just toxic. It is. And we have to understand it. So this is what I've known is that in critical race theory, they have this thesis that there is a hierarchy of human value and that their thesis is that blacks are at the bottom and that whites are at the top. And so their agenda for decades has been to flip it. Okay. So that that's what we're seeing today that, that, you know, whites have to shut up. Every, every white woman is a Karen. Everybody has to be shamed. And, and I refuse this thesis because I grew up in West by God, Virginia, and I'm grew up around mostly white people, and I am not white adjacent. I am a, a neighbor to white people, right? And 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 many mm. other people. We have many immigrants in my community. I'm calling you from Morgantown, West Virginia, where I grew up right now. But I also know they suffer. You know, you tell talk to me about food inequity and and wage inequity and all of this stuff, mm-hmm. and I see it in the hills the hills here of West Virginia. So don't, don't like, I care about people. And so what happened is that they, they're trying to flip it. And so what Muslims have done is that we have white Muslims, of course, you know what I mean? But what they have done is they've racialized us. They've racialized us so that we are a quote race and you're racist. If you want to talk about Islamic extremism, so they're trying to move up the notch, right? Of this hierarchy of human value. And then Jewish people have to go down many notches. And that's why they are like being, you know, Linda Sarsour says like, you can't be a feminist and a Zionist. So what is she doing? She's trying to negate them, right? To bring them down a few notches. And then they're, they're like, Oh, they're all white, you know, but, most like a lot of Jews in Israel are not white, right? So it's it's but it's this game that they're playing, and we we have to refuse it and see humanity. Ultimately. How do you? Um, I'm, I'm going to take a one minute break and then come back, and and I'd like you to answer this question: How do you get people who are the reasonable people who just? I mean, I, America's greatest strength is also her Achilles heel. We actually are good people. Um, we don't want to offend one another. We don't want to, you know, political correctness was an easy sell to America because if I say something that hurts you, I'm really sorry. Um, but it has gone so extreme to now you, you know, it's the way that Marxists have always envisioned political correctness. You are politically correct or you're out. Um, so there's a lot of people with big hearts that are marching with, you know, BLM or they'll, They'll talk about, you know, the occupied territories, et cetera, et cetera. And they have no idea what they're really marching for or who they're marching with. 
how would you open up their minds? Where would you start that conversation with with people? Um, not the hardcore, but the people that have good hearts. And we'll we'll get your answer here in just a second. Uh, Azra Nomani, she's former Wall Street Journal reporter and a really, really important individual in the uh, landscape of what's happening in America. Diane lives in California. I'm not going to hold that again. I'm not going to hold that against you, Diane. Uh, but she writes in, she has pretty major problem with Rough Green. She says, I can't keep up with this crazy dog. I'm happy to see what Rough Greens has done for Old Blue, but I can't keep up with him, Glenn. Yeah, the side effects of Rough Greens might include having a dog that, you know, you have to chase around the house once in a while because uh, over time you'll find he has a lot more energy. He's more healthy. Rough Greens is a supplement that you put on your dog's food, and it contains all the nutrients that your dog needs, but get cooked out of kibble food when it's being made, like probiotics, antioxidants, uh, vitamins, minerals, omega oils. These are some of the things that your dog needs to live a healthier lifestyle, and they're all of the things that are in Rough Greens. Your dog's going to love it. You will see, if you have a dog that's a picky eater, uh, not anymore. I think I could put gravel in uno's uh, bowl and he would lick it clean give your dog rough greens 14 day jump start get a bag of it today 1495 see the difference in your dog in 14 days or less go to roughgreens.com slash beck or call 833-GLEN-33 that's 833-GLEN-33 call today roughgreens.com slash beck 10 seconds station id Azra Nomani is uh, with us. So where do you start with people who have good hearts but are believing the press on all of this? Well, the first place I try to start is from a place of humanity. And I try to say to people, the, the place where especially folks with good hearts um, can, can agree, which is do you see humanity in all people? And do you believe that we need to be kind and compassionate to all people? And I, I, if we start from that premise, this entire thesis of critical race theory and Black Lives Matter and the Islamists uh, doesn't survive. Because ultimately, as you can see from the streets to the boardrooms and the workplace, you know, retraining that they have of people on, quote, mm -hmm. anti-racism, you know, uh, this anti-racism propaganda, it's about shaming people. And if, if you believe in being kind and uh, compassionate and recognizing the humanity and goodness of all people and the goodness potential, let's say, of all people, then you cannot participate in that kind of movement. You just can't. And and what happens, though, let me just tell you how they what I've learned that they trick people is that one of their tricks is to use stories and uh, and because and they say that in their approach. And so I want your listeners to know that, like, if they're subjected to these kind of trainings, this is their tactic. I'm a storyteller. You're a storyteller. We know the power of it. But what happens is they hijack our brains then so that they go, you go to the back of the brain, the amygdala, the hippocampus, you know, the neuroscience mm -hmm. of feel it, mm -hmm. feeling and empathy. And so 
Mm-hmm. What they do is they, they try to keep you stuck there so that you don't move forward and have your entire brain working with your prefrontal cortex and rational thought. And so that's how shame works. And so when they have you stand up and say, we'd like you to share a racist moment in your life. And then you give some confession of from when you were nine years old, they'll now use that against you as a human being that they keep stuck in that place. And then they'll have you have you listen to other stories to to make you avoid critical thinking. And so that you cannot allow that to happen to your brain. And you have to be smarter than them. I can't thank you enough for all that oh. you have done. You have big fans uh, on my staff, uh, really big fans. Oh, and uh, they were very excited when you agreed to come on the uh, the program. Uh, I know how difficult it is to stand. Uh, and you are, you are, because you're a Muslim, uh, you are even more brave uh, than the usual uh, brave person uh, out there. There are already hard to find. Um, may I ask you one other question to, to, yeah. to see if you think that I am overstating this? The people that, and I'm not talking about the regular people in the street, the people who know exactly what they're doing, the communists, the real radicals, uh, and the Islamists, this is a group of people, if they get power, will kill people if you don't come on board with them, uh, and they will probably end up killing each other. Do you agree with that or not? Is that an overstatement? Yeah, I mean, I think that we, I think there, are, like with all communities and groups, there will there is an element of them that will actually resort to the physical violence, but. I think right. all we have to do is look, we have to look at the example of the one perfect example is a lawyer in um, Brooklyn who ended up throwing a Molotov cocktail, you know, into a empty police car, yeah. fortunately, yeah. Uh, along with another lawyer. Violence is part of the, uh, the creed, and that's what we have to be careful about, um, yeah. about, well, ultimately, that's the existential threat we face. Thank you so much. Uh, Azra Nomani, you can find her and follow her at uh, Twitter. Uh, the important work that you are doing with the Muslim reform movement and all of your investigative journalists. Uh, this is the Glenn background Beck is just program. knocking it out of the park. Thank you. Uh, whew, okay, relief factor. Karen lives in Pennsylvania, and for years she was in a pretty dark place. She had aches and pains in her shoulders, almost too much to deal with. She literally described the pain as ruining her life. Boy, Catherine, I have been there. Uh, I know what you mean. I know what you meant. When you're going through pain like that, especially day after day, it feels like your entire life is being ruined one moment at a time, and it controls you, and you don't have a life. Well, the story doesn't end there. Uh, Catherine listens to my show. One day she heard me talking about her, my own experiences with Relief Factor. Having a tried a lot of things herself to get rid of the pain, she decided to give Relief Factor a try. In a few weeks, she says the pain was gone. She got her life back, and so can you. Please, if you're in pain, at least try it. It won't work for everybody. But 70% of the people it works for, they go on to order more month after month. 
please. Relieffactor.com. Get rid of your pain and get your life back. 800-583-84. Don't forget, voting opens up to the general public Monday, July 27th to vote for Glenn. Become a Hall of Fame member of the Radio Hall of Fame. Oh, hello, my little dove, huh? As I walk around my studio, my bathrobe, and a, uh, and the martini in hand, I welcome you to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Justin Cusera, uh, Cusera is, a, uh, is a teacher, was a teacher in Michigan, uh, and he tweeted something and got fired for it. And what he tweeted was... Trump is our president. That's what got him fired. Now, that's the way the story reads, but I don't think that's why he was fired. But I'm going to get the story from him and see if he comes up with the same reason uh, that I do on why he was fired. Justin uh, Cusera, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Glenn. I appreciate the time. I Man, I, am, I, I can't believe I live in America and this is happening. Uh, you're a varsity basketball coach, sto- social studies teacher at the Central High School at uh, Wald Lake Central High in uh, Michigan. You were a, a favorite among most of the students. Um, you have never had any disciplinary action. Uh, there's not been any complaints on you. Um, and, uh, and the students say that you remain apolitical in your classes. What the heck happened? So, I mean, what happened? Uh, I think the reaction in the, from the district was based off of the reaction from the Twitter mob. Um, I got a lot of reaction from the tweets, good and a lot of them positive, some negative. And um, what the district pointed to was, you know, they, they said there was a lot of complaints, but I never got anything in writing or anything formal of complaints just based on, you know, the 24 hours after the tweet. Um, I think they're just basing it off of the Twitter reaction. Okay, so they say they they held a meeting where where your union representative was there. Um, It didn't really seem to work out that way. Uh, And the school district was there when you were called in. What happened? Correct. So I was called in uh, the next day after the tweets went out, and um, I was questioned um, about three tweets. And the first one was uh, just a retweet of Donald Trump saying that schools should go back in the fall. And I told them I just I agree with that. I think it's we all agree with that. We all may not have the same exact ideas on how to get back there and what needs to be done, but we all agree that we need to get back to school in the fall. So um, the next one was. The, you know, Donald Trump's our president, and the point of that was we should be rooting for him to succeed regardless of if we agree with his policies or not, because if he succeeds, we all succeed. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't make sense to me, and it's not fair that so many people seem to be rooting for him to fail, actively rooting for him to fail. So um, that was meant to be unifying in the sense of, hey, he's our president, let's get behind him. And I got a lot of reaction, positive and negative, from it. And um, the third tweet they questioned me about was a comment that I comment ba- commented back on when somebody commented uh, on my thread. So those three... And what did you say? So uh, he said, the, the uh, followers said something to the effect of, it sucks how liberals will try to divide us. 
um, something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And so I, in like a conversation, I just replied back to him and I said, liberals suck. And I deleted it later when I realized I sarcastically deleted, you know, I sarcastically said it and deleted mm-hmm. it later once I realized it didn't go over. So those three and that's it. Okay. Well, um, but you have, you know who Paulette Lowe is? I do. Okay. She's, she's now retired, teacher. but she, former teacher, but uh, she's a former because she retired. It had nothing to do with her asking her students to read an article from the Atlantic about how to beat Trump while she was employed, right? If that, uh, that's on Twitter, yeah, while she was employed. Um, this is this is not about... This happens all over. The only difference to what I did was that it was in favor of Trump. Um, I mean, this happens all over the country. Correct. Um, and, it right. happens, you know, not just our school, not just our district, it happens all over. But what's happening to me, the only difference well, like, is that uh, mine is for Trump. So I just want to make a, a couple of more points here. Uh, Nicole Estes, she's a kindergarten teacher in, in your district called Trump a sociopath and a narcissist. And she did that on uh, Facebook. And neither of those people lost their job, but you did. You say it's because you supported Trump. I disagree. I think it's the line before the real Donald Trump is our president. You wrote, do you even know what you wrote? I'm done. Yes, I'm done being silent. Yes, this is the thing that how dare you have courage to speak out against the system. You will not speak out. They have to silence people and make an example out of you because there are other people that might feel the same way. But if if you say I'm done being silent and you're allowed to continue to have your job, others will do the same. You are an excellent point. You were convicted of courage. That's an excellent point. And what happens is also, I mean, I, I reach a lot of people. I'm a younger guy, so I'm a little more active on social media so that my message reaches more people. And the reaction is so, so extreme in this environment. And, um, that's again. I'm just disappointed that the district based it off of anticipated reaction off of Twitter uh, comments. Sure. So, so help me out with um, uh, help me out with this. Tell me about your your union because your union, you know, in New York, you can you can molest children and you still have a job. Uh, how was your union uh, when when you needed them? Uh, I was I was disappointed in the uh, advocacy. They they represented me. They were there and they answered my questions. Um, you know, but there was you know I had to initiate all the contact before the meetings with the district, and I had to. Um, there was no third option once I was presented the option to be retained or to uh, re- resign or be fired. And there was they didn't present the third option like hey you know we can try to fight this and maybe get you, you know, into a transfer to another school or just any idea. It was, it was nothing. It was just them kind of steering me toward resigning, which I felt like they were kind of with the district and not for me. Well, it's the, um, it is the teachers unions, uh, at least in California and some other big States uh, that are demanding uh, reparations. They're demanding, 
you know, um, equality of wealth and everything else. In California, it's insane what the teachers' union is demanding. Uh, and uh, I think the teachers' union is, is in the bag for the other side, and uh, you, unfortunately, are a victim. So what are you going to do? I know one of your students set up a GoFundMe uh, site. Who is, who is Justin, this student of yours? Um, I'm not... What's is there a last name? Wow, you don't um, do oh, you not know about this? Um, I know of two. Okay, yeah, I'm looking for the last name here. Uh, let's see. Uh, there is a. Um, I can't find it now. Um, but there is a there is a student that. Um, uh no 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 sorry you're justin i saw son justin um the uh, son of somebody that you were coaching uh set this yeah, gofundme page a, up a, a parent uh, of a former parent is okay yep okay um, so um and tell me tell me about what they've done here um, so they've uh, they've set up uh, the GoFundMe to kind of help with uh, any expenses that I lose due to the firing and anything, help to uh, find new employment and possibly um, just look into what other options I have. And uh, whatever that leads, it's, it's mm-hmm. will probably take money. Um, I, I'm eternally grateful for that. I had no idea. I called and, and no, I'm I know. Too, too thankful. And I hope maybe... Uh, Hopefully, I don't need it all, and I can give it back to the kids or something in some way. Yeah. So he writes, if you or your children have been positively influenced, we encourage you to donate to the cause. Any amount, big or small, is appreciated. Um, I would like to see if 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 this audience would be uh, warriors for, for Justin here himself. Uh, Justin Kusera is a victim of courage. And uh, it is going to take an awful lot of courage uh, in the world that we're all entering in. And I think we need to stand up and show the other side. We take care of our own. We take care of people who are out on the front lines, who are paying the price for standing up. Uh, and if you, if you are uh, in a school and you like this kind of courage and you're looking for somebody uh, like Justin, I suggest that you uh, hire him, you look into him and interview him. Uh, we cannot let this person, who is a good role model for our students, to not have a job. This, this is ridiculous. You want these Marxists teaching your kids, or would you rather have somebody like this man teaching your kids? who had a great record. If you would like to uh, help out, I encourage you uh, to go to the GoFundMe page where you can, uh, you can help uh, him through all of the legal stuff and everything else, but let's stand with him. Uh, the GoFundMe page, let's see, do I, I don't have any f- directions on how to get that money uh, to you. Do you know the name of the GoFundMe page? Um, I know the anybody. Uh, creator, Justin, do you know the the creator um, of the page um, is 
um, Rust. R-U-S-T is the last name. Um, okay. Um, I'm seeing it's Warriors for Justin. Is that right? Oh, yeah. No, Warriors, uh, Warriors, no, Warriors for Justin. Go fund me. Go there and donate uh, to help him out. Warriors for Justin. Uh, let's show the uh, left. We don't give a flying crap what they say or what they do. When somebody stands up, we'll be there. Justin, thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you, and God bless you. Thanks for having me. You bet. Mm. I want to talk to you a little bit about Goldline. Um, the, the last thing to fall is the, the almighty dollar. And that is, remember, what George Soros does best. He collapses currency. That's how he's made his money. He collapsed British sterling. He has collapsed two other uh, countries and their currency in Asia. He is known as a, uh, as a criminal. And uh, he can't travel all over the world because some countries would arrest him the minute he would step across their border because of what he's done to their currency. That is the last step. And I'm telling you, our currency is going to fall to zero. Uh, I don't know when that's going to happen, but I highly, highly recommend that you um, prepare yourself for a time when when you're going to have to barter, when you're going to have to look at other forms of currency. Right now, if you make any purchase with Goldline, they're going to send you five free silver Mind your business bars. Now, mind your business is what used to be on our first. It was on our first coin when when Benjamin Franklin and the boys were working on uh, what we're going to use for currency. The first American coin said, mind your business, which I just love. Uh, now uh, it is available on these free silver coins or bars uh, when you buy anything at uh, at uh, goldline dot com. Uh, I want you to I want you to call Goldline right now. Uh, they have a, a pretty good team there that can help you invest in gold or silver. Put it into your portfolio. Obviously, not everything. You you know, ten percent is a good rule of thumb. If anything you have, you can talk to them about IRAs and ways you can do it with their accumulation specials. There is really no excuse. But right now, it is critical. You don't know when the dollar is. Uh, is going to change when its status uh, call Goldline today talk to them about a possible investment uh, if you make a purchase you're gonna get the five free silver mind your uh, mind your business bars and that's a heck of a deal in it's of itself at 866 Goldline they're waiting for your call now 866 Goldline or goldline.com this is the Glenn Beck program I need to share with you a sad, sad, true story from psychology today. I was walking my dog on the sidewalk. Coming toward me was a young, maskless stranger. You need a mask, I said as we were passing each other. You're not protecting me. He turned to face me angry. If it bothers you, stay in your apartment. <gasps> 
Well, that released a torrent of emotions. He was gone before I could begin to express them, but I felt diminished. I needed to restore myself. Well, as I have watched the thousands of people march by my window, shouting Black Lives Matter, mostly young, walking fast, I wanted to join them, but I knew it was unwise. Well, I thought to myself, what about old lives? Do old lives matter? That maskless stranger, the phrase, okay, boomer, Glenn Beck on the radio suggesting that old people might need to die to save the country. All of those things imply old lives matter less than young ones. Wait a minute. How was I dragged into this all of a sudden? Remember that show when you were talking about killing old people? I'll never forget that day. Oh, man. <laughs> I seem to... F- I have forgotten that have day. You? I don't... Oh, that's convenient. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. When, what is that? I'm not even familiar with It's that. when I said I would be willing to go out and keep the country going so my children have a future. I'd be okay. willing to go All out. Right. And I think there's millions of others that are my age or above <laughs> that would do the same. But apparently not grandma uh, from psychology today. Let me just reassure you, grandma, your life does matter. It does matter. But uh, you really need to take a chill pill. Just calm down. Maybe do some knitting. Just calm down a little bit. This is the Glenn Beck Program.